At People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable, even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. Now, we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to the Passive Cashflow Podcast, where we help people invest in real estate. Now, some episodes include guests that span dozens of different types of industries. Other episodes offer analysis of popular topics that pertain to people seeking to learn how to build passive wealth in real estate. So listen in and enjoy our off-the-cuff podcast made to entertain, educate, and help you learn how to create passive wealth in real estate. So today I'm going to talk about a topic that sometimes uh, we discuss with larger scale investors, accredited investors, or uh, different real estate investors coming out of a sale of a property, the refinance of a property. And the title of this uh, podcast is How to Invest $500,000 in Real Estate. So $500,000, of course, is a large scale amount of money. Maybe it's been inherited or maybe um, it's been realized from the refinance of property or sale of property or business or just a good investment with your IRA or solar 401k and able to build up a nice nest egg over time and maybe one wants to now put some of that into real estate. So we're going to talk about different ways to invest that $500,000 in and outside of real estate, uh, but different ways to really just grow that investment aggressively over time and make sure it's protected as well because you know, rule number one is don't lose money. So first of all, how to invest $500,000 into real estate? Well, of course, a real estate syndication. Obviously, real estate is very management intensive and owning real estate and managing it or flipping houses. And we're going to break in all those different types of ways to invest in real estate actively and passively. But really, active real estate investors are just that. They're busy with the real estate activities. They need to uh, make sure they're managing the management company properly and managing tenants and contractors. And there's a ton of work behind the scene. It's a full-time job. Trust me, I'm a real estate syndicator myself. And we own a management company with a full-time staff to make sure that these buildings are operating the right way. There's no way I could do it all myself. Even if I had to manage the management company like my business partner Seth does, there's no way I could do all the other things I do like create this amazing content and educate people on how we help them invest in real estate. So a real estate syndication is just that. It's a really true passive investment opportunity in real estate where you have a general partner, a real estate operator running the, the show day to day, making the choices on who to lease to, uh, how to operate the building, how to execute that project in a timely manner. And of course, uh, make sure the building's cash flowing properly and appraises at the right value and the refinance. And if you're looking for a good real estate syndication, of course, here at People's Capital Group, that's what we focus on is taking mismanaged apartment buildings, making them perform by increasing the rent, renegotiating leases, renovating vacant units and leasing them out for top dollar and trying to lower our expenses as well. And we turn around and we refinance that property. We do a lump sum cash out payout to our investors. And that's one way to, to exit on, on real estate. You can also sell the property. So there's all different types of real estate syndications out there. Do your homework. Make sure your goals align with their investment strategy. And of course, then you want to make sure you enjoy doing business with them. You trust them and like them and they have a good track record. Also, how many of their current investors reinvest? That's a great question to ask as well. 
So another way to invest $500,000 in real estate is through rental properties. Now, this is gonna be a more active option for people that wanna manage a management company, but with $500,000, you can leverage that with a down payment. Uh, you wanna have money left over for closing costs and operating reserves and construction reserves. But of course, with a $500,000 investment, you could probably own about a $1.5 million property assuming about a 20 to 25 percent down payment and closing costs depending on the construction everything like that if you're bringing in additional capital but if you want to keep it around a half a million dollar investment uh you can afford about a 1 million to 1.5 million dollar property uh and that could be a nice way to start building your real estate portfolio more aggressively ideally you can own that entire property now you would need to get a mortgage in that case uh, you can also not leverage the capital and, and not get a mortgage, but then you're not really going to have very good cash flow on the investment. So the best way to make earnings on rental properties is by leveraging that 500000 putting it down as a down payment. Remember, you need operating reserves, construction reserves, closing costs, and all that rainy day money there for if the property's not leasing as quickly as you think it would or for the amount you thought it would. So a rental properties, owning rental properties is an active way to own real estate. It can be very profitable. You have to understand you're going to be managing a management company. And in my experience, uh, management companies don't treat your real estate the way you need it to, especially if you're buying a mismanaged property for a discounted price. You're looking to build value into it like we do. Management companies aren't interested in all that heavy lifting that's required to reposition a mismanaged apartment building. So if you're buying a nice turnkey property where you know you're just collecting the rent, calling a plumber and the pipes leak, then that's a management company's like, and that could be a good option for you to invest five hundred thousand dollars into real estate. Another option is a real estate investment trust. Now there's privately traded REITs. There's also publicly traded REITs. Okay, real estate investment trust, also known as a REIT. Uh, we'll talk about uh, publicly traded REITs are stocks backed by real estate. Now, the attractive things about uh, a REIT is that you can get in and out of it very quickly. A, a stock you can buy one day and sell the next, uh, where if you're investing in an income property, like my last example, you're really not going to be very liquid in that investment. It takes about 90 days to buy the property, get the mortgage. You know, It takes even longer than that to find the deal, do your due diligence. Um, it takes another 90 to, days to uh, you know six months to sell the property. Depending on the market, it could take a lot longer, the type of real estate as well. So uh, real estate's not a very liquid investment, but a REIT allows it to become a liquid investment because it's a stock backed by real estate. Now, the negative thing about a REIT is that is, since it's so liquid, it's also very volatile. People can pool their money in and out very quickly. Uh, take cryptocurrency, for example. People are pulling their money out very quickly right now, and it's, it's very volatile, right? The stock market is, is dropping right now. It's volatile because it's easy to enter and exit the stock market. That's one of the most attractive things about it. You can put money in, get it right back out, ideally <laughs> at a profit uh, in a very near future. So the liquidity of the stock market is actually what causes also the volatility. So uh, the other negative of owning a stock is that it doesn't produce tax depreciation like owning real estate actually does. So there's more um, tax burden when owning a REIT. However, REITs can be great investments. They tend to pay high dividends, six to eight percent dividends annually. Uh, they tend to grow in value as well. So REITs can be uh, spread out over a number of markets, a number of different types of real estate. Um, generally, they own hundreds of millions of dollars of real estate in a REIT. You can also invest in a privately traded REIT, which could be very similar to a real estate syndication experience. So you might want to look into that. House flipping. 
This is on the active side of the spectrum. In fact, pretty far on the active side of the spectrum. House flipping is more active, uh, requires more attention and time of the investor than it does for, say, buying a turnkey income property and hiring a management company. That's still an active position, much more active than investing in a real estate syndicate. But as far as active and, and your time requirements, house flipping is the, is the biggest time requirement here. So you're managing contractors, you're managing, uh, finding a great deal. There's, it's really hard to find a good deal. You gotta look at hundreds of bad ones to find a good one. That takes a ton of time and, and know-how as well. You gotta learn a market. And then once you find a great deal, managing the contractors can be a nightmare. I've done over 250 real estate transactions. I've fixed and flipped over 50 properties. I've done high-end flips and low-end flips. And boy, oh boy, managing contractors is the hardest part of real estate investing, in my opinion. That's where people lose their money. It's not doing the construction right or hiring the wrong contractor and having to then have it done the right way by a different contractor and paying to fix something twice. You can't afford to do that when you're flipping houses. The profit margins aren't that large. If you're fixing something twice, then you're losing money on that flip most likely or maybe breaking even. So it's really important to understand construction management or have a partner that understands construction management if you're going to get into house flipping because essentially it's two things. It's knowing how to get great deals for great prices and it's knowing how to manage construction. And if you could do both of those things or you have partners in place to do them, then house flipping can be a profitable venture. But it's higher risk. It's It can be higher reward, but the market right now is tough for house flipping because materials are high, labor is high, the cost of the real estate is high, and it's hard to find a deal. So it's not a great market right now for house flipping. You might want to wait for a buyer's phase one market. Self-storage. Here's another option to invest $500,000 into real estate. So, of course, self-storage is, is a very uh, high-growth area right now. There's 49,000 self-storage facilities in the U.S. alone, uh, generating $39 billion a year in revenue. So, a uh, $500,000 investment in self-storage could be uh, very good here for cash flow, um, for equity growth as well. I would say that in recession, people are going to pay for their a rental apartment where they live uh, before they pay for their self-storage. So you may ha have higher vacancy rates um, uh, during a, a recession. Um, however, uh, evicting and, and taking back that unit with self-storage is much easier than, uh, the, at least in New Jersey here, uh, than evicting someone who lives in an apartment. So that it's much more landlord-friendly owning self-storage. So Good cash flow, good equity growth, um, not as many options to purchase into that, but um, self-storage can be a great uh, place to invest. And we are actually looking into those options ourselves, just haven't found anything great just yet. All right, so let's talk about investing $500,000 and winning in profitable ventures besides real estate. So of course, we have the stock market. You wanna have your 401k or your solo 401k and some of that in the stock market. Of course, you wanna always be diversified with some capital in the stock market, mutual funds, different types of ways to diversify throughout the stock market. And we always say uh, investors should have about 30 to 50% of their capital outside of the stock market, ideally in uh, professionally managed high demand real estate. Ideally, a real estate syndicate is a very smart way for inexperienced passive investors to invest successfully in real estate. Because when you're hiring uh, real estate professionals, investing in a syndicate, you're essentially hiring professionals to do the investment for you. It's a much smarter activity, similar to hiring a very good stockbroker. Of course, the magic is hiring the right people and making sure you're investing in the right real estate syndicate that meets your goals. 
So the stock market's a great place to be invested. Uh, you have retirement accounts, IRAs uh, are a great way to uh, put capital away. If you're maxing out your IRA, of course, with a $500,000 investment, you're not going to be able to do much here. You can start a SEP IRA and put away about $42,000 in total. So that is a way to diversify some capital into tax-deferred IRA accounts, retirement accounts. You can also start a business. Of course, this is on the very active side, the very high responsibility side of an investment option here that we're discussing. It would be the opposite side of the spectrum as say, investing in a mutual fund or investing in a real estate syndicate. That would be a very passive option where starting a business would be a very active option. But hey, starting the right business can be extremely lucrative. A car wash, a laundromat, ideally a business people need in, in recession. Um, I don't start a high risk business like a restaurant or something. It may be sound fun to own a restaurant and cool, but if you don't know what you're doing in a business like that, it can be a loss of $500,000 very quickly. So it takes time to build a good business, but if you have a good idea or you have a good group of people owning a business, uh, I'm of course a small business owner myself, being a part owner of People's Capital Group. It's been one of the greatest things I've ever done. It is hard. Uh, it, man, oh man, you got to get up early and stay up late. There are times I wish I had a nice office job like some of my friends making a, a nice six-figure salary with benefits. But hey, if you have a dream to build your own business, build your own pathway in life, if you have that passion and you're a hard worker self-starter, you got to be a self-starter. <laughs> you got to love to work too. Um, then starting a business might be a good avenue. For you of course but know what you're getting into have passion for that industry and work with the right professionals and make sure you delegate properly whenever starting a business start small to dip your toe in the water don't invest the whole 500,000 right off the bat fixed annuities okay this is a great way to get a consistent uh, locked in rate uh, fixed annuities depending on the marketplace can be a great high annuity uh, generally and uh, I know they used to offer six percent fixed annuities I don't think they do that anymore now they're more around four percent or three percent ROI but um, you know it's you don't get a whole lot with fixed annuities it's a much more conservative investment option but it could be good if you're older age or just want to make sure you're getting a guaranteed three four percent on your investment so you want to look into fixed annuities if you're looking for a more safer secured investment option that's going to have a lower reward that's hardly going to keep up with inflation right now it's going to be a few ticks below inf inflation same with treasury bonds okay treasury bonds are outstanding for those looking towards a safe reliable investment alternative investing in bond means you'll receive a specific amount of interest until it matures um, so those four primary forms of uh, bonds, uh, treasury bonds, you have treasury bills, there's short-term bonds that mature within a year, sold with multiple maturity values. The most common variations are 4, 8, 13, 26, and 52 weeks. You have treasury notes. Treasury notes are bonds sold with uh, intermediate it terms in the mix. Uh, the securities are usually mature in, in 2 to 5, 7, or 10 years. Treasury bonds, these are long-term securities that mature within 20 to 30 years. And treasury inflation-protected securities, uh, also known as TIPS, are treasury bonds. However, this variation differs as it keeps up with inflation, which right now is like 8%. So that's a pretty high payout for a bond. Uh, despite coming off great uh, investments, treasury bonds pass through several penalties and restrictions before they mature. So bonds right now aren't really going to keep up with inflation, of course, unless you choose that last option, a tip, which would be keeping up with inflation now. But for the most part, any uh, regular bond paying around 2 3% is not going to keep up with inflation, which is around 8% at this moment. 
Index funds, great option here. Uh, he's just from bankrate.com. Here's what they suggest. Fidelity, zero, large cap index. Um, Shelton, NASDAQ, 100 index, direct. Invesco, QQQ Trust, ETF. Vanguard, of course, S&P 500 ETF. And the, the SPDR, uh, S&P 500 ETF trust. So just good to park that cash there, ride that S&P, or ride the trust. You know, obviously, the uh, market goes down, your investment goes down, the market goes up, your investment goes up. Over time, index funds are a smart place for an extremely passive investment. Uh, again, this would be on the very passive side of investment opportunity, even more passive than a real estate syndication, really. Um, and uh, so an index fund is a great place to park some of that cash and ride the market up, ideally. <laughs> Although you got to buy the dip. <laughs> That's always the challenge. High yield savings accounts. Okay, these can be really interesting places now, uh, especially as interest rates rise. High yield savings accounts can produce generally up to 1% to 3% depending on the market. Um, there's also stable coins that are kind of considered like high yield savings accounts, although you want to make sure you're in the right stable coin through the right um, enterprise, uh, app, whatever you're investing through. Um, so stable coins can pay up to 9 to 20% sometimes, depending on how risky the stable coin is. Um, also, um, you know, we want to talk about crucial factors to consider before investing 500000 So. Let's conclude here with some crucial factors that you always want to consider before investing 500000 right? Where are you uh, personally, financially uh, right now? Maybe you inherit this money and you want to make sure, well, you have an emergency fund available, right? At least six months of living expenses and write down those living expenses. In fact, my wife and I did this that this morning and we didn't realize how much our living expenses are. It was actually about twice of what I thought it was. And I'm the money guy, right? So I should know this, but knowing what your living expenses really are um, and then having six months of those reserves available is extremely important. Uh, so emergency fund available, uh, value of your retirement savings, right? How much funds are in your re retirement? Do you have enough funds for retirement? If not, then you want to invest this $500,000 in something uh, that's probably going to be more like an annuity or a safer type of investment, like an index fund or a real estate syndication, rather than starting a business or investing in something actively like a piece of real estate you need to manage the management company on. So if you don't have a retirement savings, look more at a passive, safer investment like an index fund or a real estate syndicate for uh, this $500,000 investment. But at the end of the day, so you want to consider what type of investor are you? What type of risk are you willing to stomach? And that depends on how much capital you have put away, how much capital you're earning, and how much capital you need to retire on. So ideally, if you're in a good position and you're very busy, uh, how, you know, you're going to look more for a passive investor, that passive investment that's going to earn a nice strong return over time, like an index fund or a real estate syndication. If you don't have a good reserves and maybe you inherited this money and you want to make sure that it's always going to be there, you might want to look more into an annuity or uh, different opportunities with stable coins or um, also uh, real estate syndications as well can continue to pay good, safe returns over time. So what I find is that having a good diversification in the stock market of about 30 to 50% in a real estate syndication of about 30 to 50% and then a small amount of 10 to 20% within maybe a more uh, a st stable investment like a high yield savings account or a stable coin 
is generally where we suggest our investors and clients are positioned uh, with their capital. So having a nice diversification of this capital is really the key thing. I wouldn't put the whole $500,000 into one single option either either way. And I'm a real estate syndicator, right? So I would probably put about half into a real estate syndication. I would put about 200 grand into some type of index fund or maybe a, a, a variable life fund that, that rides the stock market but also has um, life insurance payouts upon death. And uh, then also I'd probably put about uh, 10% into a high yield savings account or something like that, or even a higher risk investment option. So um, that's my takeaway here. My conclusion is diversify, diversify, diversify. If you do have $500,000 you're looking to put to work and you want to put some of it into a passive real estate investment opportunity, go to peoplescapitalgroup.com. You're probably checking us out already. Hopefully you enjoy our blog there. You enjoy our podcasts. We have educational webinars, events at our office in New Jersey, and new content almost every week for you to enjoy at peoplescapitalgroup.com. So check out our website there, and you'll be ready to team up and put that $500,000 to work or any amount because our minimum investment is $30,000. Then contact us, click on the Qualify to Invest button, and we'll connect with you there. My staff will reach out to you, set up a discovery call with me, Aaron Fragnito, and we'll connect and talk about your investment goals. Hopefully they align with what we do here at People's Capital Group. We start building our wealth together. Thanks a lot for listening. We help people invest in real estate. People's Capital Group here, the Passive Cash Flow podcast. Enjoy your day. Thank you.